one-stop shop for trailer analysis you never asked for and likely never wanted. Now, here are your hosts, Jeff and Joe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Criscon. I'm here with my co-host, Joe Gruen. Joe, how is your day going today? Going well, man. Get my Frank Miller in. Ugh. Yeah. We were talking about Frank Miller before the podcast because of this week's movie, and uh, I'm realizing I don't like Frank Miller's style. Yeah. I, I uh, gotta disagree. I, yeah, that's I, fine. I'm fine with it. It's, it's, I, it's unique. It's interesting. I think it's because the Sin City and 300, which is this week's movie, 300, the style, it re- I really like resonates with a particular time with me where I was kind of an idiot. And so I'm just like trying to like, like, I'm like, that's not me anymore. So I think I'm distancing myself from the, uh-huh. the Frank Miller oeuvre, 300 and, and, um, and Sin City, because 300, I have a whole nother mess of problems with. So, well, but sure. We're, I had to promise you I wouldn't uh, go off on a rant because I have a degree in history, for those of you who don't know. And um, I actually saw this movie the first time with my honors history class. Actually, the second time. First time was with you. Correct. I on opening you. day. We Well, I didn't force you to go. We were very excited for oh, this movie. Oh, dude, I was so hyped for this. Thrilled. Yeah, I was excited for this. Joe, um, so yeah, this week's movie is 300. And um, what this episode is, is the pre-action where we take a look at the trailers um, for this one, we got two trailers. We got official trailer HD and then movie trailer. Both will be linked in the description. And um, no, I yeah. only did one trailer. Oh, no. <laughs> Which trailer did you do, Joe? Uh, it's the one that starts off with the ancient Greek gazebo on top of the rock. Okay, good. That's fine. Because the second one is not that great. So we oh. can just go. It's a lot of repetition. So we can just go ahead and um, and uh, skip skip that one because it... The money shots in that one are basically the same. The, this okay. is Sparta, we'll dine in hell, our arrows will blot out the sun. It's mostly the, the same beat. The classic lines. But um, I was going to say it doesn't really matter because the whole reason to have multiple trailers and to go over them is to then make a prediction at the end, which we won't have to do because we've both seen this movie before. Joe, I predict that the Spartans win. I is think that... you may have forgotten a few things. <laughs> I think that's correct. I think the Spartans win and the Persians and Spartans live happily ever after. I'll tell you what, though, this trailer, first of all, this trailer is awesome. We mentioned before that um, we were both very excited to see this movie. And there's a very good reason for it, because this trailer is very well done. Mm-hmm. Very well done. There's, I think that's indisputable. Um, but also, uh, this trailer threw some curveballs at me. And I thought I remembered everything about it, but... Michael Fassbender didn't remember that. Oh yeah, uh, McNutty from The Wire is in this movie. It's crazy. There's a lot of uh, stuff that I did not remember. Oh. I didn't remember the guy with the sword hands for some reason. How can you forget sword hands. <laughs> I forgot sword hands. Sword hands is the only thing that's historically accurate in this movie. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> there's documented evidence. They have his skeleton at the Smithsonian, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, his name was. Um... Peter Swordhands. Peter Sword Swordens. Swordens. <laughs> no, I want to. I want. So I want to tell the story. Um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this on the pre-action or on the reactionaries of one of the reasons why I hate this movie so much. 
And it was okay. the story of when, so this came out in March of 2007 for what cell phones weren't all that prevalent yet. And, um, what ended up happening was you and I had gotten tickets to see this movie opening day, like when they became available. Like we went to the movie theater down in Goleta, California, bought the tickets. There's one movie theater, by yes, the way. There's one movie theater. The in movie co- theater. In a college town. So yeah. it was booked. Unless you count Ivy Theater, which you're only going to watch like Garden Old. State. Yeah. <laughs> and Team America uh, that one time. And Team America that one time. Yeah. So we went in. We were hyped. Joe, we were 21 at this point. No, we were 20. 20 going on the verge of 21. We were both 21. We were both 21. This was like three weeks after my birthday. Okay. So we were super hyped. Like we were dumb 21 year olds. We were like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So Joe and I saw it at about noon on a Friday. We were super excited about it. Mm-hmm. I was in a his, honors history class where we had a discussion section where the TA was like, okay, they gave us 150 bucks to go do whatever with you guys. Um, what should we do? And everybody's like, we should see 300 on opening night. And this was after I had tickets. I was the only person who voted against that. <laughs> uh, because you were going. Right? <laughs> because I was already going. It's like, I don't want to go twice in one day. Like, even if it's a good movie, that's too much time to spend watching one movie in one day. It's, you know, I I can't think of any movie I've watched twice in a row in the exact same day. That's a little much for anything. It's insane. So we saw the movie in the afternoon. And then that night, I didn't have a car. So I didn't have a car at this point. You dropped me off at the theater and you had to you had something you had to go do. So you're like, I'll pick you up in a few hours. You had to go like study or something. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. So you were like you were in like a study group or something. So I I I get dropped off at the theater and it's like right before the the movie. And I can't find anybody from my class, like (laughs) anybody from my class, not not a single person. And this is like I said, before the prevalence of cell phones, I didn't have anybody's phone number, anything. Right. So I'm wandering around, wandering around. I can't find anybody in my class and I can't reach out to you to come pick me up because um, you're you're busy and yeah. nobody else had a car and the bus was too far where if I walked to it, I would be like, OK, so the next bus is in an hour and a half. I might as well have just have seen the movie, you know. Right. And so finally I go into the movie theater and there's one seat left. There's one seat left and it's all the way in the front and all the way to the left. <laughs> so i go in i watch the movie theater or i watch the movie and i get a really bad crick in my neck and then i get out of the movie theater and the ta was like oh jeff good you're here i was worried i was like not worried enough to actually come look for me but <laughs> <laughs> so the second time i watched this movie i was stuck there and i watched it with this huge like a major crick in my neck the entire time and so th- i think that's the reason why i hate 300 probably and this was the second this was after you and I had already seen it. Yeah, I actually enjoy, I enjoyed this movie, but I didn't want to watch it twice in one day. I definitely didn't want to watch it, uh, you know, looking up into the right the whole time. But right here we are. So, yes, Joe, should we get into the the, the trailers instead of me complaining? Yeah, <laughs> well, no, it's a good story. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to throw in my own story, because when we saw this, this is pretty uh, quick story here. Um I had seen this trailer maybe a hundred times going in, and every time the guy said, uh, Leonidas says, this is Sparta, and then chess kicks that guy, mm-hmm. I started to like have like a, a like an automatic kicking in my, like a, like a dog almost when he gets his ears scratched. <laughs> a literal knee-jerk reaction. A, exactly, a knee-jerk reaction. And so 
when this happened in the movie, I was so hyped up going in, right? And it happened, and I kicked the seat directly in front of me. Oh my god, I don't on remember a kick. this. The guy like whips around, and I just like threw my hands up. <laughs> I don't I think don't I outright this. kicked it, but I definitely like tapped it, you know, enough uh, for him to know. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's right. I remember you used to watch a lot of movie trailers, and I didn't care so much for movie trailers. Big on movie trailers, yes. Big on movie. Probably why we have these pre-actions. Uh, so let's jump right in. Okay, um, this is, hold on, 300 official trailer HD by Warner Brothers Pictures is the one on YouTube. It's the one in, the link in the description, but if you want to watch this one before we talk about it, it's that one. Okay, yeah, and it's the first one that comes up on YouTube, too. Yeah. Um, so we open, uh, everything is very stylized right away, right? It's like almost like drawn, some of these, uh, mm-hmm. these uh, shots. So uh, the first one is an ancient Greek gazebo is what I put on top of a rock. It's a temple. Uh, it's a temple, but it's like an open temple with uh, pillars. Yeah. Um, then we have the Spartans gazing at a body tree. Yeah. Uh, a, a tree. A tree? Yeah. I don't covered, know. I can't tell if it's made out of bodies or if it's covered in bodies. I think it's covered in bodies, but I cannot remember. But I think it's, yeah, I think they, they killed an entire village and covered the tree with with bodies with their bodies yeah um and these are the good guys <laughs> so oh, these uh, are the persians did this oh i thought that was the spartans because i thought the spartans were there looking at it no these no, are the I, persians. I think the persians did this okay um so then we see some ships being swallowed up by the sea mm-hmm. okay um and then we see some skulls and kind of like a real Terminator shot. It starts with the skulls and then it like pans up to uh, uh, a man standing in front of a huddle of shields and spears with a helmet on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Terminator shot, it was it was a bunch of skulls at the bottom of like a, uh, a hill. Yeah. And so if you know anything about the Spartans, this is where they threw the babies that sucked. Oh, yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. So the Spartans were kind of eugenicists. Like early, their whole society was built around creating perfect warriors, and any babies that weren't up to their standards, they hucked into this pit. So those are baby skulls. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. But there's also like a huddle of shields and spears, so they're getting ready for some kind of battle at that point. Well, those, yeah, those are two different scenes. Oh, right? okay. They just they they maybe they it. cut them together in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then then we see some Spartan spin moves, is what I call, uh, where like they're fighting and then you know. I don't know. Spin moves. Like, have you ever seen football? Like a defensive end spin move. Yeah, they do a couple of spin moves to... to they So the two guys almost, like, sword each other. They almost stab each other with the swords, and then they spin out of it. They kind of spin off each other. Yeah. Uh, then we get the Spartans versus the elephants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get the elephants that are... Uh, 500 feet tall. Riding on them. 500 at least. Um, and this, uh, is where, this is where we get... We Spartans are descended from Hercules himself. Yes. Yeah. Taught never to retreat, never to surrender. Taught that death on the battlefield is the greatest glory he could achieve in his life. Spartans, the finest soldiers that the world has ever known. Uh, then we see a boy attacking a full-grown jacked man with a sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this boy's maybe 10. But um, clearly designed to... I, I mean, we've seen the movie, but you watch this and you know it's supposed to be training gerard butler training as a kid you know or we're meant to think that it is right um so then there's a spartan being attacked with fireworks uh like hitting his shield and like kind of 
sparkling off. Uh, then there's a man running in slow-mo with a mm-hmm. spear while others are shot with arrows behind him. Yeah, that's I Gerard Butler. This that's, is Gerard Butler at this yeah. point. Yeah. Who's King Leonidas, who's a real real historical guy. Yes. Um, see, they use real people. Uh, it's, real it's basically a documentary, Joe. <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, so man, uh, then we see a man. Oh, we got that one. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Man riding a horse with others. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we see a spear. Uh, oh, this is um, Leonidas. He's throwing a spear. Mm-hmm. And then we see some masked men charging. And then we see a Spartan slice the arrows off of his shield with his spear. So he's yeah, got he's a bunch got, of arrows. Yeah, like 15 arrows on the shield. And so you, so I think it's, yeah, because the whole thing with 300 is like they took on this massive onslaught and, and, and I was going to say survived, but didn't. That was kind of the point of 300, but and so I've yeah, fought off a lot of them. Yeah, that's the that's the shot because he's got like easily 10 to 15 arrows in this this thing, and he just kind of breaks them off like whatever, no big deal. Right. Uh, then we see Leonidas yelling. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of that in this trailer. This and is like in this yeah, movie. This is like the money shot for the whole movie. Like Leonidas screaming with the with the slice over his eye, sword back. This is like the this one and the close up of Gerard Butler. Uh, before he says this is Sparta, these are like the money shots of 300. Well, and tonight we dine in hell. Yeah, That's that one big. was, I have a problem with that line because they needed another take because Gerard Butler was spitting everywhere. He was he was intense while he was saying that, but I do believe that was like the tagline that showed up on the posters too. Tonight we dine in hell. Yeah. Um. So then we see some text. It says inspired by graphic novelist Frank Miller. And just mm-hmm. to give people a sense of why that leads off this trailer basically is Frank Miller was coming off of a, what I would call a smash hit in Sin City. Oh yeah. It was a huge hit. I don't know how much money it made, but it was like the talk of that year it was probably our freshman year in college or something when it came out or senior year in high school, but it made tons of money. And all of a sudden everybody wanted to go see Frank Miller movies read Frank Miller books, graphic novels, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. He was, he was, yeah, he was the toast of the town. Basically he could do no wrong. And that gave birth to this movie. I mean, this mm-hmm. movie likely wouldn't exist without the success of Sin City. Um, so then we get uh, a boy, he's lying on the ground and he says, it's quiet now. They came from the blackness and uh, the boy's bleeding out and Leonidas is kind of holding him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a super slow-mo shot of men coming over a ridge on horses toward uh, a town. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we hear a man. The man says, uh, this isn't Leonidas, somebody else, says, be afraid. Sparta will burn to the ground. A thousand nations of the Persian Empire descend upon you. Yeah. And then, this one, you said the madness, this is Sparta line. This is the line that always stuck in my head. There's a thousand nations a of the Persian Empire. Na- <laughs> that, just that yeah. delivery just always stuck in my head well everyone delivers it like they're they're gasping for air in like a compression tank like, yeah everybody in this movie just it's just it is a lot <laughs> everything is just turned up to like 15 yes everything is just way too intense yes but honestly if, if there's ever going to be a movie that's this much it's I'm glad it's this. This is this movie goes so far and beyond into absurdity that it's it's almost to have them talk normally would almost sound weird. Yeah, it would be really weird if it was like, hey, you know, uh, a thousand nations, Persian Empire, if it's descend upon you. Or, you yeah, know, th- think about it. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. You know, tonight we dine in hell. You know, tonight we dine in hell. Maybe, maybe we maybe go to not. heaven. Maybe who knows? Yes. Uh, yeah. So then we get a man on a throne after this thousand nations of the Persian Empire line. Uh, we see a man on the throne overseeing the masked men, mm-hmm. and this man has many piercings. This is the king of Persia. This is Xerxes. Yeah, I call him King Hot Topic. King Hot. <laughs> and then we get. Our, he's my second favorite character in this movie. My first favorite character in this movie comes next. He, it's it's a Quasimodo in a wizard cap. Yeah. <laughs> F.E. Altis, who who betrays them. F.E. Altis. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I, I like the idea that you're either in. So uh, this guy is cast out of Spurgeon, Persian or Spartan society. Yes. And that's why he's all mad. I like the idea that you're either Gerard Butler or this guy. Or this guy. There's no guys <laughs> like you and me. Yeah, there's no just guys. There's no just average dudes. It's like fucking carved out of marble or like made in a sewer. Quasimodo. Yeah, like Toxic Avenger. Like the guy from RoboCop. Yes. Level Toxic. just like just like deformed beast. Yeah, and he has a wizard cap on. You know, I totally forgot that. Yeah, it's a great hat, Joe. Anyway. <laughs> but he's a big part of the movie. He doesn't yeah. show up much in this trailer, but he is, without a doubt, as I recall, my favorite person in this movie. Um, there's a man on horseback, and he presents a string of skulls to this to uh, Leonidas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get a close up of uh, Leonidas's eyes, looking at the skulls, presumably. Looking at the skulls, and he looks very worried. And if and you the, look at the skulls, I just want to say they have crowns and uh, crowns of, uh, of like uh, leaves. So these are meant to be former kings, kings, leaders, at least. Very interesting. Um, yeah. So then Leonidas says, what must a king do to save his world? And his wife, played by Cersei herself, says, um, by the way, Leonidas is, is Gerard Butler. Yeah. Um, but uh, the wife then says, instead, ask yourself, what should a free man do? Which I actually mm. think is a good line. No? Mm. Not bad? Mm. I'm holding oh. off. Spartan society. Spartan society sucked, Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see the hypocrisy there. But, like, just the line and the way it's crafted, I thought. I mean, was... it's fine. Um, so uh, then we see a, the man, uh, uh, Leonidas, being consoled by his wife. And then Leonidas draws a sword on and the other man, the man that showed him the skulls, yeah. uh, next to a pit. And Leonidas says, you threaten my people with slavery and death. Uh, that's their job. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that better than us. Yeah. Um, and then the man says, this is madness. This is maybe the most quoted no, I don't think- I don't think I've ever heard this line before. <laughs> well, get ready for it. Then this uh, Leonidas says, "Madness! This is Sparta!" And then he kick chest kicks him into a pit. Yeah. Badass. Well, here's here's one thing. Okay, I'm glad this is in the trailer. I had to go back and rewatch it. So right before he says, "This is Sparta," he has, and and I've never seen anybody talk about this. He has like dream. You know what DreamWorks face is? DreamWorks face. Where like, every character in a DreamWorks poster is sort of just like, like the Michaela Maroney thing. Really? Like, no, no, no. Yeah, dude. Hold on. Let me share this with you. He's got hard, um, 
Is this the man that gets kicked into the pit or Leonidas? No, this is Leonidas. This is his face right before he does the kicking, before he says, this is yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see that. Like, DreamWorks characters that make that kind of kind of face. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never seen anybody talk about it, but it bothers me so much because it's supposed to be like this hard, you know, moment that's like, you know, this is based on a historical thing. The, yeah. This kick, put throwing him down the well was a real thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because getting into the movie, he asked for land and water. Uh-huh. And, and he says, you'll find both down here. And he kicks him into the well and he throws him not kicks him into the well, but throws him into a well. Interesting. So, I mean, props on them. For, at, at least there's a historical recounting of this event, but it's just this face. I can't, I, I'm surprised I've never seen anybody talk about this face, but I can never get over this face. He does check with his wife first. Yeah. And then his wife kind of nods like an okay, um, go ahead and kick him kind of thing. Okay. So the other thing that makes this scene badass is that Nine Inch Nails starts playing. Yeah. And that is, it's almost become inseparable from this movie. And I've, I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. I've listened to a ton of their CDs on my own. Every time I hear this song, I think of. 300, 300 and this yeah. scene specifically it's intrinsic intrinsically linked this nine inch nail song to 300 yeah and it had been around like 10 years before that but still was yeah exactly intrinsically linked to this yeah um so then we see a, a shot of some men being cornered on a cliff and being forced off mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh yeah forced off and uh then we get king hot topic and he's yelling and then we get leonidas and he's standing with the troops um in a storm mm-hmm. and on a cliff and he says we will stand and fight and then we see a fighting formation mm-hmm. and then we see a hippie girl dancing yeah the oracle the just oracle. going going ham she is she's nude but uh, uh under like a sheer cloth curtain yeah see-through yeah. see-through yeah. cloth basically and she's just like dancing in the wind and like tripping ball sacks mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see the wife of Leonidas, and she's hugging a child. And then we see the Spartans charging across a landscape. And uh, Leonidas says, a new age has begun, an age of freedom. And then we see Leonidas giving this bonfire pep talk to all his troops. And then we see the text flash across the screen. They were 300 men. And then Leonidas says, and all will know that 300 Spartans gave their last breath to defend it. And then the text comes back and says, against a million. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then we get shirtless Spartans flexing and advancing. And this is, of course, this is the great scene, which actually has been done a lot. Like if you ever see the South Park uh, parody of this, but they kind of like, like they're strutting saute, (laughs) saute, they saute. Yeah, they, they cook in oil and butter. They cook in oil and butter before their battles. No, they sashay no, on. There's no the, way they cook in oil and butter looking like this. That's right. Yeah. It is steamed chicken breast. And uh, fake butter. Yeah. <laughs> Margarine. Um, but so, this was yeah. the shot. Like, this was like the money, the shot that made everybody be like, I'm going to do the Spartan workout. The Spartan yeah, I'm going to start. Diet. I got to get back to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Yeah. Uh, but, but, but thousands of dudes are charging at them. Thousands mm-hmm. of Persians. Michael Fassbender did not remember him. He's bending uh, fastly, Joe. He's bending fast and he is jump attacking with a sword. Yeah, a guy with a whip. And he, yeah, attacking a guy with a whip with a sword. 
And then uh, Leonidas is running through this battlefield of fireworks. Okay. Uh, rhinos! We got rhinos, We Jeff. get rhinos. So we get 500-foot elephants and massive war rhinos. Yeah, they just uh, went to the L.A. Zoo and said, give us all you got. <laughs> <laughs> give us your 500-foot elephant, L.A. Zoo. Um, and then we get some Spartans kicking ass. And then we get a deformed giant wielding an axe. Mm-hmm. Uh, throwing it at Spearman and uh, Spearman Leonidas, and Leonidas ducks as it narrowly slices his horse hair on his helmet. Yeah, just his plume the top of that his plume. classic Spartan plume that we all know about. Yeah, uh, and then uh, the hordes are storming the beach, the uh, Persian hordes, mm-hmm. and then Leonidas says, "Spartans, classic line: Tonight we dine in hell." Mm-hmm. And this actually the shot of the Spartans or the the Persians storming the Spartans. You see the whole point of the battle being where they are is um, it's this narrow passage called the hot gates. That's what Thermopylae means is hot gates. And it's only about 20. It looks like they're fitting about one, two, three, four, five, about 15 minute cross. So Mm. that's the only that's the whole reason why this battle. Yeah, that's the whole reason why this battle exists is because. They funneled the Persian forces into this point. They couldn't be surrounded. So they couldn't be surrounded, yes. And then we get into how they lost later on. But Persians had to go through their massive 100,000-man force, or a million if you go by what the movie says, had to go through this point that they could only fit 15 men across. Right, and it evens the score. Yeah. And there's no way to get up uh, higher ground. Exactly. There's yeah, there's no higher ground. It's 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 very steep cliffs. They can't really climb it to get around. So yeah, so that that is the money shot. The whole reason this movie exists is that that part right that there. That shot. Yeah. Uh, so then we get some more battlefield charging. Uh, we get a lot of dudes running at each other. A lot <laughs> of trailer. running. Not a lot of hitting, but boy, is there a lot of running. A lot of slow um, motion running. We get a wall of bodies that is falling on masked men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. the the, the, the masmen, yeah, yeah, that are Persians. It's like they built up this wall of guys to stop them. But they're like the Persian special forces. They're not really. There, there's the other Persian guys that are just kind of like in turbans. Yeah. Well, but like these guys have like the same kinds of masks. comedy masks. What are those comedy? Yeah. Yeah, comedy tragedy. Yeah, comedy they're all tragedy. comedy masks. These are these are based on real guys too. These are the immortals. They didn't have cool masks like this though. That's the thing. Yeah, um, I think in the movie they're like actually immortal, like they're really hard to kill. Yes, actually, but, are they like smoke or something? I almost want to say they're like you kill them, but and then they evaporate. Yeah, I think you're right. But the real reason they're called the immortals was because there was all they always had the same amount of them. So like if one died, there would just be another guy that would immediately take his place. So right. it was like you couldn't kill them because they had all these guys in reserve. They constantly regenerating. Yeah, but yeah, in this movie, I think they make. I think you're right. I think they're smoke monsters. I think they're smoke monsters. I get again. I'm. This is 15 year information here. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. Um. So Quasimodo comes back and he is watching some naked ladies dancing. Mm-hmm. They. He has. He did find the place in France. <laughs> what place? <laughs> Where the naked ladies dance. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um so then we get some fighting uh and then we get the wife of leonidas Mm -hmm. and she wants to kill a senator for some reason and that senator is mcnutty himself oh is that who's mcnutty yes i didn't get a good enough look at this guy 
that is McNutty. Uh, so then we get Leonidas, and he says, give them nothing, but take from them everything. It's uh-huh. funny, like, he's had, like, five or six lines now that are all taglines that are going to go on different posters, I feel like. Dude, do you know how many times, like, just think about, like, all the Spec Ops guys, the Marines, the Special Forces, how many of these guys, just dude, how many of these, this trailer, this trailer alone, how many of those? Did it produce? Or, like, or, like, yeah, they had these posters in their fucking room. Like, you know how in, like, uh, Vietnam, they would watch, like, uh, right before they went out to Vietnam, they'd watch, like, old World War II movies, and then right before they went to the Persian Gulf, they watched old Vietnam movies? And I feel like the the new like the Afghanistan war guys yeah. they just watched this they just ditched all the past historical movies. Uh, yeah, I mean we talked about there it, were but... no Gulf War movies to drop them anyway. Uh, there was uh what was There's that Jarhead. one? That's it. Three Three Kings. Oh, Three Kings. That's true. Yeah, but that... that was more about like a heist. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a heist. But I mean it is the Gulf War. Um, uh-huh. Uh. Yeah, I mean, this one, we talked about it before the episode started, but, like, Frank Miller was like, these guys are, like, my hyper-masculine, like, version of the United States Spec Ops guys. And then United States Spec Ops guys were like, well, this is who we have to be now. And it's just like... We gotta top this. Yeah, we gotta be more Spartan than the Spartans who are parodies of us. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Uh, this movie has a lot of testosterone going through it. So, um, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about it right now, but I have this is the perfect Bro- George W. Bush era film. The per- the most George W. Point. Bush era film that ever existed was 300. Well, it, it has very little America in it. <laughs> well, it's, very- it's, it's our testosterone white guys uh-huh. fighting this mysterious nebulous forced from the Middle East. Yeah, I guess and if true. they lose. Their whole society is gone. Everything goes. No, Everything it, goes. I believe they made it in the movie, and I can, again, I might be projecting, but I believe the Spartans believed, or Leonidas believed, that if Sparta falls, everything falls. I believe there's like some line like that. Like they're the last line of defense from the yeah, first taking I mean, over everything. That's that's Athenian erasure, but yes, that's what the Spartans thought. Right. Because what happened after this, I'll, here's, here's a history lesson. Thermopylae fell. There was supposed to be a naval battle at the same time. The name always, I always screw up the name. It starts with an A. Um, There was a naval battle that was supposed to start at the same time. They retreated Mm. and then uh, just had another naval battle. Like on on the course of the war, spoiler alert, Thermopylae didn't matter. (laughs) Through the course of the whole war, Thermopylae didn't matter. It wasn't the biggest battle. It wasn't the most decisive battle. It wasn't the first. It wasn't the last. It's just been mythologized. Well, there were only 300 of them, Jeff. <laughs> there were 300 Spartans. There were thousands of other people. Uh, so we get a Spartan shield charging a masked man. Mm-hmm. A guy with a Spartan shield kind of doing a uh, shield charge uh, and knockover. And then we get a masked man, and he's leading other masked men. So this this masked man's more important than the other masked men. How do they know which one he is? I don't know. They all have the same mask, except for the guy at the very, very end of this trailer. Um, so he, then we he get has a the sad face. Everybody else has the happy yeah, face. Everyone else has the happy <laughs> face. He has the sad face. He's got to be serious. Yeah. Because um, he's in charge. Uh, so then we get a screaming Spartan being held back by other Spartans. 
Um, and I do remember what scene this is in the movie, but I will not give it away. Yeah, I uh, think I know what it is. I, I was going to say I have no idea what this could be, and then I think I remembered what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then there's a jumping sword attack by someone else, uh, and then we get a we get the deformed giant back, and mm-hmm. he yells into the air. Uh, and then we get some more firework attacks. Uh, then we get a hot girl with a... This is actually one of the things I remember the most from it, too. Uh, was a hot girl with, like, a face. Like, her whole face is deformed on like one she, side. Yeah, like she got oh, burned. Scarred. Yeah, like burned burn. or acid. Yeah. But it starts with her good side facing away. And you're kissing. like, oh. Yeah, kissing another kissing woman. another woman. And then it turns, and you're like, oh, no. Uh, and this I think shot a, is in the other trailer, too. Yeah, well, I think it's important because I think it's very symbolic of what they're going for with like the representation of the Persian society and what's being offered to Quasimodo, which is like this gilded type of thing that's rotten on the inside. Yeah. And even if you're deformed, there's a place for you where there's not for him in, in Sparta. Yes. He does have a big speech about that, that I remember. Yeah, And and in real life, the guy that that's supposed to be isn't deformed, but he did betray them because he's like, well, I wanted this sweet life in Sparta. So it's in, uh, in Persia. So it's kind of, yeah. So it's kind of the same thing where he got, um, taken in by the the opulence was he actually deformed no the real life guy effialtes no he wasn't deformed he was just the shepherd doing it yeah he was just doing it for for glory he was like screw this i don't want to be a shepherd anymore i want you know if the persians watered yeah basically it was that yeah it was like well i could see the way these tides are going there's like a hundred thousand of these guys and there's 300 of these guys yeah and they're very delusional about their skills (laughs) they're just yelling at each other No one seems to care. They're like shouting down senators. I don't think I want to be here anymore. Yeah, they're not strategizing. They're not planning. They're just giving speeches and yelling at each other. Right. So uh, there is, in fact, a place for all deformed people in uh, Persia because our next shot is our fat guy with sword hands. Yeah, he's, he's, like got like, he's got like sword hands with like little claws on the end. And does he have crab legs? Does he I have normal so. legs or crab legs? I don't know. Claw Man 300 legs. Let's see if this works. This does not work. I can interest you in glass ball claw foot products for sale on oh, eBay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I will. Uh, so, we'll, yeah, it'll be something we'll get to get a chance to see when we see this movie. Um, we will report back. Yes. So uh, then there is Leonidas and he's having sex with his wife. Because mm-hmm. um, that's important. You can't have all this testosterone without a little release. Um, then there's some more charging. And we see the masked man. Or a, oh, this is the only masked man that doesn't have a comedy tragedy mask. He has like a curtain face mask of like metal curtain strands. It's like uh, you think about like uh, um, uh, like a belly dancer thing with the veil. But yeah. instead of a veil, it's like chain mail. It's chain. And, yeah. It's and like, the eyes. And he's got like goggles on. And he has some goggles on. But as I'm watching this, I'm like. What is this going to stop exactly? Like if somebody slashes at it, yes. But if somebody goes straight at it, it does nothing. It looks cool. It looks cool. That's basically what everything in this movie is about. Um, anyway, so he gets talking attacked. about this. Where there's an entire side of this force that has literally no armor. Yes. <laughs> and you're Despite like having all the wealth in the world. And and you're like the Spartans have are wearing diapers, capes, and helmets, and you're like, why doesn't this guy wear better helmets? Right. <laughs> um. 
So yeah, masked man uh, with the curtain, curtain face mask, he gets jumped by a Spartan. And then we get the title, 300. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we get a little little bit at the end. Uh, we get Leonidas, and he's in front of a wall of bodies, and he says, we're in for one wild night. Jeff, that's how you know it's an action movie. That line right there. Yeah, and it's got the post-movie title Stinger like that, which I don't... I was trying to figure out what was the first movie I can think of that had that in the trailer. Had to be from the 90s. Yeah, probably, but this has got to popularize it, because this so much, so much of this movie, you can see, has filtered its way out into all of the other movies that we see. This, like brown landscape like the clouds are brown There's right everything this... sepia a little bit yeah ev- sepia thank you everybody's like running at each i'm like this would not be out of place none of these scenes would be out of place if it was like a marvel movie right yeah the, because the... that yeah because i you know i was gonna say when you when you recommended this um my first thought was okay we're going a little off track here because this always felt like an epic to me, mm-hmm. like like a genuine epic movie. But uh, because of some of this stuff, especially because of that last line, I was like, you know, this is this is an action movie. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's an epic action movie. It's a dumb action movie. Yeah. I mean, you can have epic action movies just like I mean, action is I, I kind of think of action as like a subgenre. Most mm-hmm. of the time it's paired with drama, but you can have like an action comedy or an action adventure or. Um, you know, an action fantasy or action yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, this is kind of like an action epic movie. And it's just so stupid, Joe. Yeah. It's just so fantastically dumb. Yeah. And it, But you know what? And again, this is going to be the first time I've seen it in 15 years. But when I saw it for the first time, I had a lot of fun. I, oh, it's I was a fun like, movie. This is fun. So when I heard you were wanting to do this, I was like, yes, this is going to be fun. So after the shit we just saw, this is exactly what I need. I had to go with them. Yeah, I had to go with the movie that I know we've seen and we know isn't going to be a slog. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to do this every time we get disappointed by a movie. We're just going to go back to one we really like. Yeah, that we've already seen. Because this is a, yeah, this was a palate cleanser to the assignment. That was the idea. I'll save all my historical stuff for the main episode. Yes, please do. We need we, we need some content for that because again I I'm not very good at um and what this is probably like a two hour movie hopefully yeah. it's not enough um but yeah uh I I'm not very good at putting a lot of detail in when there's like crazy battle scenes going mm-hmm. on I don't know if you guys have noticed that from like some of the Fast and Furious movies I'm just like all right the race starts and we're done <laughs> that's when it start, that's when we start to coast on the details a little bit. Yeah, because there's just so much going on that I'm like, I'm not writing this down, not writing this down, not writing this down. So this is going to be very similar for this one. It'll be good to have some historical context placed in each of these battles. Yeah, and um, do you know what? Here, I'll tell you one piece of historical thing. Then this okay. is what we'll end the episode on. So this movie is the Achaemenid Persian Empire versus the Spartan Greek. Mm-hmm. It's part of this greater Greco-Persian war. That has a subset to it, the Peloponnesian War. You've heard of the Peloponnesian War. Yeah. That was born out of Sparta versus Athens, which was born out of power struggles from the Greco, uh, Greco-Persian Wars. Mm-hmm. When that ended, Sparta and Persia were allies. <laughs> sure. 
So that tells you how little this movie is of historical consequence. But we think right. of Spartans in the 300 of, as being this great tale that was passed down through time. But really, it's nothing. It's nothing, Joe. It's it's about it's a story of force multipliers that got out of control. Yeah, and I think every every society has a story like that, or at least every empire has yeah. some kind of story that like is likely never really happened or was like greatly exaggerated. But it's a point of pride, right? It's a way for like to keep people nationalistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and for us, uh. I don't want to get this. This is supposed to be funny. But for us, we see so much of our um, roots based out of this identifying with Greece. Uh, Rome identified with Greece. We identify with Rome. So by the transitive property, we associate with Greece. Mm-hmm. But that's all Athens. That's Corinth. Sparta was like kings, eugenics, slavery. And so it's just really wild that this like god awful, just truly terrible society has been passed down through time as being this like thing to look up to. Yeah. I mean, they were essentially a rebel society, rebel tribe. Yeah. Nobody liked the Spartans. That was the thing. Nobody liked them. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and just to put a further point on it, have you heard of being laconic? No. So laconic is being what we call like kind of a, a jerk. It's like pithy and short with words and really sarcastic. Mm-hmm. That comes from the ancient Greek word for Sparta. Ah. Because that's how they are. So their their legacy is being jerks and warriors. There you go. Yeah. So, all right. That, I'm going to, I got to, I got to stop myself um, before I continue to go on, on a, on a jag here. So that'll yep. do it for this week's pre-action episode 4300. Uh, if you like what you heard, please rate and review and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. We should be everywhere. If you don't like what you heard, just subscribe. We will be back on Monday with Zack Snyder and Frank Miller's love letter to historical inaccuracy. <laughs> 300. <laughs> so, Joburg, are, are you busy for dinner tonight? Uh, well, it depends where we're dining. Well, I got some great reservations down in hell. Okie dokie. I'll be there. <laughs>